On this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast, we talk about Monster Hunter Rise for the Nintendo Switch. Also, Xbox is renaming Xbox Live to the Xbox Network. And rumors are saying that the PlayStation Network for PS3, PSP, and PS Vita are going down. What does that mean for the future of video game preservation? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. Welcome, everyone, to another week of Third Party Control Podcast, the podcast you come to for all the updated information in the video game world. But we're going to give you an update on... Because everyone everyone asks, Beto, how you feeling? How you feeling, man? The uh, world wants to know. Not bad. Getting slowly better, but it's still painful. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Just been, I've been kind of stretching, kind of keeping mobile, so I won't be in so much pain. Mm-hmm. You still not working right now? Nah. Dang. Like I'll be back for like two weeks again. Are you on workman's comp? Yeah. Good. What about that's you, it? Joe? How you doing? How's I your back? Also, How's uh, your... my back is also. Is it really? I, I have sympathy pains. Oh shit! <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I actually though I am in a lot of pain. Really? Because I went back to the gym this week. Oh, getting all buff, getting all lifting, sexy, lifting, first? lifting the weights. Oh. And I, I didn't do what people do and just go back and be like, I'm just gonna lift like 300 pounds, like nothing again. I, uh, I scaled it all back. And it still hurts a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might as well have just lifted heavy. I think <laughs> because it doesn't matter. Because I'm, yeah, I'm fucking hurting. Really? Yeah, kind of a lot of pain. Yeah. I'm supposed to go tomorrow. I mean, I am going to go tomorrow, but I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, but I feel like I mean, once you warm up, it does. It's not as bad. Yeah, it's about a week. I think it takes about a week. And yeah. then I did like a lot of stuff too. Hold on, real quick. What you got? What's Joe drinking? Is that a a, a dazed and confused 90s drink? Nineties kids will get this. Nineties kids will get this. Oh, okay. IPA. What that artwork looked like the uh, cover for the Criterion uh, Dazed and Hold Confused. On. Dazed and Confused, yeah. It's got a fucking uh, oh the fishing <laughs> book on it and everything. Uh, books, That's yeah. really the only reason I bought it because I really like this can. <laughs> so Joe, Joe, Joe's IPA purchases in the past couple of podcasts have only been, hey, I like how this looks, right? It really, that's is. really. That's really how all IPAs are. Really? I'd say like 75% of my IPA purchases or our, any craft beer purchase is based on a can. So 100% yeah. of those can choices, how often is it like, what's the percentage of good versus bad? Um, I, you know, I have a pretty wide, like, I, I can, I don't really dislike anything mm-hmm. for the yeah. most part. I just know it's like, I'll have one and be like, oh, this is okay. And then I'll have one and just be like, oh, this is really good. Mm -hmm. So it's never really bad. I think the only one that I remember drinking, at least here on the on the podcast, that I did not like at all was the Joker one. That Joker by the smile thing. That shit was fucking horrible. I was like, this is fucking gross. (laughs) Didn't like it at all. Yeah. Well, let's get to it. Beto. Hey. 
anything i just been relaxing and chillaxing and resting yeah trying um yeah just mad and really i didn't even touch the yakuza this week mm-hmm. but uh you're close I'd, though right to bidding it uh, i think i'm like halfway maybe oh, okay but um i started watching uh batman animated series on uh on hbo max mm-hmm. i've i've gone through like the first eight episodes and they've all been really good yeah like I'm surprised, like how, like they're all they're all like introducing like each like something each villain, mm-hmm. but they've all been fucking great. The freezer, mm-hmm. the free, it's the freezer, the Mister <laughs> <laughs> Mister Freeze episode. I was like, holy shit, this is really good. Yeah, I think it won awards. Really? Yeah, yeah, but like just yes, yeah, it's, it's it's so good. Like uh, the first uh, two episodes, it's a first, it's a two parter introducing uh, Catwoman, mm-hmm. but it's not really a, a Batman story. It's more like kind of introducing bat like catwoman mm-hmm. as a as a character and i mean batman is in it but like it feels like it's more focused on her mm-hmm. and i thought that was really interesting like i mean like you just kind of uh, what do you call it uh counter what i was gonna say but it was pretty good introductory uh episode for for the series mm-hmm. not because i mean it didn't focus on batman himself but, but yeah so far it's been it's been a fucking great great series I feel, like i I don't remember watching it that much as a kid. Yeah, I do remember here and there, but watching it now, I'm just like, "Fuck, this is this is a great fucking show." So yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been watching. Like, I just I'll wake up like these past couple of days. I'll wake up, eat breakfast, I'll, I'll watch that like as I'm eating. So I'm, I'm gonna continue doing that for the next couple of weeks. But, that was one of the um, big, huh? That was just that was one of the big things. Like even back when I had DC Universe, when it was its own thing, still kinda, and it was still alive. Yeah, having access to the the Batman the animated series is one of those those benefits. So once mm-hmm. it all got ported over to HBO Max, I was like, that's fucking awesome because I have every intention of going. And I watched a lot of those too. I bought them on Blu-ray a couple of years ago, and I just never watched them because I'm lazy. <laughs> it's a nice collection <laughs> to have, though. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. But yeah, I just been watching that. Talking about that, check out the Harley Quinn animated series on there. That's actually really good. Yeah, that's the right first here. episode a yeah. while back, and it was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I know Ronald Ronald Funches does a for episode of King Shark, right? I mean, yeah. uh, he voices King Shark. Yeah, he voices him. Ooh, yeah. Talking about that, mm-hmm. that leads into uh, the today because we recorded hey. this on Friday. What? Perfect segue. <laughs> Perfect segue. Um, the Suicide Squad uh, trailer, James Gunn's Suicide Squad played today, or premiered today the trailer and it looks a- fucking awesome yeah a- aka uh dc's uh, guardians of the galaxy guardians? <laughs> that's what it kind of felt like they watching like, that whole trailer they tried to make the original suicide squad guardians of the galaxy so when the sequel is gonna be made they're like we'll just get james gunn because yeah. he's the only one who can make <laughs> like, that's what you tried to do it yeah um you know, it's been a while since i've seen a trailer that honestly was just good yeah like you know what i mean yeah. And I watched that whole thing, and when when you sent it, and I watched it, and I was like, holy fuck, not only did it get me excited for Suicide Squad, which I was kind of already, you know, like, knowing who he was behind it, yeah. you are, I'm sure all of us were like, okay, this just has a good shot. Mm-hmm. But, like, not only did it get me excited for that, in just that small two-minute thing, it got me excited for the Peacemaker fucking uh, John Cena HBO Max show that's coming. So yeah. I was like, holy fuck. Oh, wait, really? 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Because he fuck. I, honestly, his that stupid fucking line. <laughs> his line stole the whole fucking thing for me uh-huh. when he was like, "I if it means eating a whole uh, what is it? I think, Island uh, dicks. of dicks. If they're yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. He's like, he's like, why would why would someone have that? He's like, who knows why Mad Men do what they do? <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. But he 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 fucking like delivered that line so fucking spot on and perfect. Yeah, yeah. dude, John Cena's actually really fucking good at like comedy and shit. Do you oh, ever yeah. see him on a train wreck? Mm-hmm. He had a small scene in it, but he fucking was really good. It was really funny. He was pretty funny in that fucking uh, that comedy. Uh, that, what was it called? The butt chugging one. Which one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> but Chucky, that's the one thing I remember. Oh, Cockblockers <laughs> or something? Yeah, like yeah. That? Okay, that yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never. How was that? It had its moments. It uh-huh. was, you know, it's not great, but I mean, yeah. it did have like I laughed. Yeah. They have good. They had a really good uh, like, like comedic actors like that. What's his name? Uh, uh, Baron Holtz. Uh, is it Ike? Yeah, Ike Baron yeah, He's he's really funny. I like him. And then John John Cena was really funny in it. Um. At moments, I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't like part. It wasn't, you know. But the trailer, though, for Suicide Squad, when it started with Steely Dan's "Dirty Work," I was like, "Oh, <laughs> we're, we're in for a ride," because it just started with that, and I was like, "Oh, shit, yeah. Steely Dan!" But yeah, no, it, everything about it was was cool, man. Joel Joel Kinnaman was so fucking dry in the original Suicide Squad. Seeing him with like fucking uh, a personality, yeah. In this one, like I didn't even, I got, I had, a, I almost was like, is that the same dude? Like, is it even the same character? Because mm-hmm. he had a like, in, and I saw like not long or a little bit later, I was researching, and he was like, yeah, he was like, I was really excited for the sequel, he's like, because basically they were like, I, it was like, hey, this is a blank slate, so you can, you know, basically re envision the character, yeah, and. I you know how he handled it. I was already like, yeah, this is already like his version of the same character is gonna be like ten times better. Yeah, what character? Uh, flag is it flag? It's flag on something like that. Yeah, I forget. It's like the guy that like the government agent that's in charge of like to handle all of them, like that it goes out there with them. Mm-hmm. But Idris Elba's dope. You know, I'm glad they didn't yeah. actually just re- like because I guess originally it was just gonna be Deathstroke, and they're just like, nah, you know, we'll just change the character. Yeah, it was a different one, right? Yeah, yeah, Bloodsport. Because oh, I, yeah, yeah. I don't think uh, Will Smith wanted to come back. No Big Willie weekend. No Big Willie weekends. Then. They really, yeah. I mean. That's one of those, like, really, though, like, Suicide Squad, even back then, it was like, it's one of those movies where you don't really need him. No. He didn't need to be a part of it. No. Not that it's, not that having him is a bad thing, but, like, at the same time, you don't, you know, you didn't really need him. A, a lot of people right now on Twitter are, are like, go, I don't know, going crazy about putting hashtag finish the Snyderverse. I say, fuck that. Fuck Kill Snyder. the Snyderverse. Fuck. Kill the Snyderverse. Hashtag start the gunverse. I mean, there's a lot of fans. I can't even. I can't sit here and say that it's not the case. You know, there's a lot of fans. I and you know. Hey, he had his. Them, he had his. He had his moment. It didn't work. They gave him like, or HBO paid for the Snyder cut. Like, hey, we'll get this done. That's it. Let's end it. It's done. You're over. You didn't. You didn't do well. There's just so many people. That, that's the thing, though. There's so many. I don't care. People that don't give people what like they it. want. That's what I say. <laughs> If it's not good, don't give them what they want. And you know what? If you like, there's a shitload of people that are delusional and think all, it's great. All I'm saying is, if you like the Snyder Cut, that's cool, man. I don't judge you. If you had a fucking ball watching that, awesome. I'm here telling you, I don't like Snyder, so my opinion on it doesn't matter because I'm already went into that movie not liking his any of his work, right? So what I have to say about it doesn't matter. I'm happy if you liked it. Let's move on. Let's get someone else to start this because hey, it's just been a train wreck. Three hundred and Dawn of the Dead were good. 
Three, I mean, 300 doesn't really hold up, though. It's all right. So I liked it. Dawn of the Dead, I liked. Sucker um, Punch, I liked for the wrong reason. I don't, I, don't dis, <laughs> I, I don't dislike Snyder. I just, like, I base it, like, for me, really, I just base it mm-hmm. off of the movie. And, like, like well, how good were his last movies? And then it's like, like, I, and here, here's the thing, like, there are a lot of fans because, like, I, in one of my leagues, like, mm-hmm. they were, they, they brought it up. And I just was like, yo, I was like, honestly, I think, I was like, I'm not excited for this movie because he was like, hey, one of the guys was like, are you asking me? Oh, I'm going to watch it. And another dude was like, oh, I'm going to watch another time. I was like, I'm not excited for this at all because I can only base it off of what I've seen. And I didn't like, I didn't like Justice League, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the other version. And then I was like, and the only other thing I really have to go off of that is Superman and Batman versus Superman. And I thought Batman versus Superman was a piece of shit. I, I mean, it wasn't even a piece of shit because I would have been in trouble. Batman and Superman was straight up boring. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how can I even? And I was like, it fell on deaf ears. Like everyone just ignored me because it was like, because this is like, and, and I'm like, I got it. I, I get it. It's like, dude, I'm, yeah. I'm the guy that's raining on their parade. Yeah. But I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't. And then only one guy was actually agreeing. He's like, yeah, Batman versus Superman sucked. I was like, yeah. And I mean, it's like, I'm just, it's my opinion. But I was like, I, I just don't, I don't get it. So it's like, I mean, I'm probably not even going to watch fucking, uh, uh, hold on. Shit. The porno? No, wait, where are you guys? Justice League? The I black and white version of the Snyder Cut? Didn't they How do did that? I lose you guys? Huh? There you go. Um, no, I won't. I won't. I'm, I'm not going to watch the Justice League. That far. I'm not going to fucking watch a four-hour cut of that shit. I just, I'm not. So, I'm already, like, it's 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 not something I'm going to watch. You won't watch, like, two-hour but Joe, maybe. I mean, down the but line, Joe, I guess, maybe. It's, I, I it's better because it's like, he finally, it's like, there's more. And like, there's a story, and then like, Whedon's was so bad, and and like, we got there's more, and it's finally there's more his, slow his motion, cut. with like songs, like really slow songs. It's good, it's good because it's what Snyder made. No, it just it it's is just good, a, Joe. No, it's crazy because it's like, you know, obviously there are good movies in the DC yeah. universe. Oh, yeah. It's been proven, you know. It's just like you know, but Suicide Squad, I feel like, has a really good fucking opportunity to like be what it should have been you know mm-hmm. what i mean and uh yeah like looking at all the people in it i was just like oh this, this is pretty fucking this looks pretty dude king shark stallone man <laughs> stallone is king shark <laughs> fucking a oh that was hilarious and it goes with gun because i mean think about it Groot was fucking vin diesel, vin diesel. So of course you got a character that he's like yeah no. i just and i'm curious i'm curious <laughs> if he mo-capped it or just went into the studio he probably just went I into the studio already that steve what is steve a g steve a g what's his name steve Agee? yeah medium he did the he did the stand-in work I, okay, so i okay. don't think he was mo-cap he just okay. he did stand-in but yeah stallone was um was uh the voice i wonder how that is for steve Agee, just like being like Standing around, fucking... probably basically, yeah, just be, <laughs> being the mark or just having the guy that they fucking bounce shit off of. Well, James, yeah. I know James Gunn, James Gunn's uh brother does Groot's stand in. Oh, he does, oh, yeah. yeah, he does, he does all the he does not Groot, sorry, sorry, uh, Rockets, he does Rockets oh, okay. stand in, oh, okay. he does, he does all Groot's lines. He, he's basically, I forget his brother's name, but he does like everything, yeah, he does everything, and the, he does the voice, but he's not the voice of it, it's uh, yeah. what's his name. He, he's basically the guy there for the actors to yeah. to go off. Of but yeah, but I would but. like to just see how what how he does it, you know? Because I don't think he half asses it. I think he actually like puts fucking yeah. No, and it's shit. like and and again, like yo, if you got HBO Max, I mean, that's fucking killer. You know what I mean? And I and I I, I ain't even gonna lie. I mean, that's actually a movie I would be 
I would love to see in the theater. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, you know, if, if, you know, if you're scared of that or if you don't want to do that, HBO max is right there. You'll have access to it. Mm-hmm. Hell, I'm actually pumped next week for the fucking, even though it's, you know, it's still early, but like, uh, Godzilla? King versus King. Kong versus yeah. Godzilla. Yeah. I, I want to watch that. That's probably something I wouldn't have paid to watch in the theater. I don't know. Unless I heard really good things, but since I, it's HBO Max, cool. I would have just because it feels right on a big screen. Yeah, you know no, no, I mean? no, I feel you. Well, I, like I would want to watch that in IMAX, though. You know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like something like that would be yeah. fucking great. But like you know, like it's but it's still there though. You know, so yeah. I'm 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 totally uh, I'm totally all about uh, you know watching that next week and yeah, it's gonna be cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. when uh when does uh, Suicide Squad come out? I didn't see August. Um, is it August? Okay. August. Yeah, August sixth, I think. Or I, I just know. I, I remember. I think it's in August. Okay. Fuck. I wish it's like next, <laughs> next month or something. That would have been cool. But then, like, yeah, again, but like that trailer, like I said, like that that trailer, like I heard John Cena was doing. The, I didn't even really know the Peacemaker was a character. I just know like John Cena's in Peacemaker. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Well, like, and then I uh-huh. and then I was like, oh fuck! And then when you when you actually read about the Peacemaker, they're just like he's a kind of a they're like he's kind of like a douchey Captain America. He's like yeah. Captain America crossed with fucking Punisher, but uh-huh. douchier. And I was like, oh, that sounds fucking that sounds really cool actually. Yeah. He could do like so much with it. Yeah, he could. Him especially could. Like two months ago, when they said that his character was gonna have a show, I was like, why the fuck are they gonna make a show? And then this trailer dropped today. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm <laughs> yes, down. Yeah, like right. because I think it's like. It made me go like, why, why? And then I'm like, oh, okay, now I know. That's cool. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you. That's that, that's exactly for me where I was just like, oh fuck yeah, I'm sold on that. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what <laughs> you, Joe? What's up, folks? Um, yeah, it's, uh, same as you. I really didn't play much. Uh, I had the Madden thing, but nothing really, nothing new or nothing to like notably go over. Um, just just didn't uh play much else. You know, I didn't. I don't have really time. Um, I, I, I did finish, uh, the last of us two. No, I have not finished that yet. I will though. I'm getting to that. Um, a couple of, uh, so yeah, like, um, <clears throat> one thing, like I didn't really play much, but like, uh, I did, um, I joined a new league. <laughs> it's funny cause I always do that, but I actually, I actually dropped two. So I'm actually dropped leagues, but I joined one that was really cool. I've been trying to get to this league for a while it's an xbox league um so not only actually, are you playing madden on a playstation 5 and you're playing not only is joe playing madden on ps4 ps5 now you're playing it on xbox yeah it's on series x right now because it came to uh game pass jesse so you know gotta take advantage of that yeah um but i i joined a uh it's pretty much it was billed when I found it on Reddit as an over thirty league. A guy, uh, it's a these guys have a couple of leagues already, and they were mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, we're looking to establish a over thirty league." One of the things about playing Madden, there's a lot of leagues out there, and generally speaking, like I've in the past, and, and we've all joined leagues like where you're like, "Oh yeah, these are kids," and it's it's not that it's bad, but it just like. <sighs> You know they're kids. A lot of times they're just, just like dealing with their bullshit and just like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that just gets annoying. So it was nice, you know, like in scheduling can be hard too because like you know it's just difficult. So it was nice when I first saw. I was like, oh, this is a, like a, this guy was basically like it's a thirty plus league. So I was like, that sounded really cool. It took a while for me to get on because initially I was when I responded via Reddit, he was like, oh, it's on Xbox. I'm like, oh shit, I only got PlayStation. And I was like, and I told him I was like, but like, you know, like I don't have. 
I don't have it for Xbox. But I, I mentioned like, hey man, if it ever comes to Game Pass, I, I want in. Yeah. And then he hit me up like a month later, two later, like, hey, I heard it's coming to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So it was a little back and forth, but finally, I was like, I got in, and I got on a waiting list, and then I got in, and I was like, you know, it's really cool. Uh, the group is uh, next level, next level gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, they have more. I know they have more than one league, I believe. But um, it's it's been really cool, uh, Beto. It's similar to Bash in a way. Um, definitely, it seems like most of these guys are a lot are older because even like there's not a lot of like stupid talk. Like you know yeah. what I mean. And everyone's about setting up their games, but they do. Uh, they have a a, a money bot, and it's like kind of like them where they have the um, uh, blackjack and yeah. work. They have it set up where you can work every forty five minutes. Oh really? Yeah, that's just addicting. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, you want to go back more. The engagement yeah. is there, but um, and they have the same. They actually only you can only buy a couple of things, but it's actually really cool. Like, but they they only. Uh, you're allowed to buy a superstar or a star upgrade, but only for rookies. So it's only in the off season and only for people that are 75 and below. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's actually pretty cool yeah. like that. Um, but, uh, they do giveaways. Like, uh, they just did, they, they were like, but right before I joined the league, the guy was like, Hey, take a look at this. And they do their own. They have someone, uh, they work with someone that, like takes your feed and does actual commentary. It's pretty fucking badass. I, was, really? I heard it. I was like, oh shit. And like, yeah, they have like a full on like commentary, like color commentary and play by play. I was like, holy shit. Oops. And they interlay, they overlay it with their graphics. And I was like, that's insane. And I was like, yeah, this is what we do. And um, so I, I was able to join and uh, it's been pretty cool. Like they've been, they've been a pretty solid league. Uh, so yeah, it's been a lot of fun. But uh, that's, 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 you know, I haven't been doing much. Jesse, what about you? I actually did play some games. Uh, I picked up Monster Hunter Rise today, and I played it, and it's good. I mean, I I really enjoyed it. It was fun, but it's a really long beginning, you know, like a pretty lengthy tutorial. But um, it's cool to have the open world, non-loading parts of Monster Hunter, like Monster Hunter World, because in past Monster Hunter games, when you played it on, like PS2 all the way to the 3DS, and even when there was the last Switch version, uh, to go to levels in the map, it would load different sections. So if you had to chase a, a monster, it would load. But Monster Hunter World, when that came out for PS4 and Xbox One, that was more of an open world, and you were able to kind of like run anywhere in this huge map. Uh, and they brought that over to the Switch version, and the game looked great. It, it ran at a, a solid 30, uh, some chugging here or there. Um, you know, it, it had to do some things to make it at least play and look really well on the Switch, but uh, I thought it still looked really good, like really beautiful. Uh, good game. They're actually using the the re-engine, the, the Resident Evil engine for it, the, the one they used for Resident Evil 7 in the remakes. So that's the first time they used it on Monster Hunter. So, so far it's uh, been pretty good. I've been having fun uh, using a different weapon in this one compared to my uh, Monster Hunter World uh, insect glaive one. I'm using the long sword, so I'm, I'm getting a, a hang of that. But I forgot how long it takes to take monsters out, and how like involved I can get in it, and how pissed off I could get in most moments. <clears throat> Cause it's just like fuck. Like I try to dodge, and it's like oh my health dropped, and it gives me one huge hit, and just takes such a huge chunk to where I faint. Cause you don't die. 
that that pissed me off. But no, been having fun with it. I had I did a good like three hours on it today. Uh, but I'm digging it. I was able to get the the collector's edition of that one, so it came with a giant amiibo. Um, I guess everyone's looking for that version right now, but I was able to get it, so that's nice. pretty cool. Uh, other than that, other game wise, uh, I've been streaming like I telling you guys. I've been streaming uh, Hideo Kojima's Police Nuts for the PlayStation One. And during my last stream that I did, uh, there's a moment where it goes, now pop in disc two. And I have a PlayStation Classic emulated, uh, modded, so I could have different games on there, and Police Knots is on there. Uh, the Police Knots I have is a translated version because there there is no way to play that game if you don't know Japanese, but fans were able to translate Police Knots and have an actual English text to it. So that's what I that's what I had for it. But since the file I was able to find was only the the whole thing in one, the PlayStation emulator that's there only can switch discs if it has two separate files. Since it didn't ah. have two separate files, I was effed. And I tried to find two different separate files of the translated version and I couldn't find anything online. Like right now a lot of people have a lot of the emulators or, or the ROMs gone. You know, you can't really find it. You can find it if you do some searching, but I'm not that good. So I thought, fuck. I don't have another way to play this except the Raspberry Pi version that I had. But even Didn't that one. Didn't work that great, right? That one, well, that was the, the, the Snatcher, Snatcher version, but I was able oh, to yeah. fix it. I found out that it was running on the wrong emulator. Gotcha. The problem with the police stunts that I found while playing that one was at the last moment, at the end of the game, it just shuts off. I don't, I, it, it's not like, you don't lose anything because it's just, now it's the end credit. It's like the yeah. end of the game, but it just sh resets. It doesn't finish it technically, even though you beat the last part. Um, so, like I've talked about it on here on the show. I modded a Sega Saturn and put a ton of, you know, Sega Saturn games on there. And I ended up putting the ROM for Police Nuts, the Sega Saturn version, on the Saturn. And I kept hearing that that was the better version. So I just decided, fuck it, I'm going to blaze through it to get to the part where it stopped so I could continue the stream. And I played through all of, uh, like, fast zip my way through police knots on the Sega Saturn but since I have a gun for the Sega Saturn and a tube television I played with it with the gun and the tube television and it was pretty cool the only shitty thing is that gun I think is not working because I would aim and it would hit where I'm aiming and then sometimes it would go off center but go back so it wasn't super accurate so after, what's up it might be like some inter interference, maybe. That's what I was thinking. I tried everything I could. Actually, you know, the more you talk about it, I think I might figure out maybe some sort of other interference. Maybe that. I got to try something else. But I played through the Saturn version, and yeah, it is actually the better version. Bethel, do you know why it's the better version? Because the titties bounce better? On the PlayStation <laughs> version. On the PlayStation <laughs> version, uh, they purposely said they couldn't have the boob physics be as bouncy. Uh, Why? It'll break the game, or it'll. It, no, it just it just they, 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 they like they you know for ratings or yeah the whatever the there's no ESRB in Japan, but 
yeah. couldn't be as bouncy. And I thought, is that true? Is the Sega Saturn one? Because in there's moments where Jonathan Ingram, the character in Police Knots, is very pervy, and you have an option of touching a girl's boobs, and they bounce. You know, and I was like, you know what? I gotta test this theory to see if they do jiggle more than the PlayStation version. And I'm here to say, I'm here to clarify, to confirm that the boobs in the Sega Saturn version do bounce more. <laughs> you know, I took that risk and I touched each and every one. But then I also noticed in the game, like, the Sega Saturn one is, like, insanely fully featured. Like, if you don't know, what they, there's, like, an appendix. Like, if you don't know, like, some words or some something that they have, like, an, there's an encyclopedia, like, oh, do you want to explain what EMPs are? what this word is what that not every word but just words in that world and it'll give you a whole description of everything so i'm like whoa that's insanely fully featured i noticed some artwork was changed um looked better and also certain segments in the playstation game there was moments where it's like oh you're talking to someone but they're only like on the side or you don't see them this one had the artwork to actually see the character or there was close-ups of the character so it's pretty neat they're seeing the difference between PlayStation version and what people were saying that the Saturn version is better. So I got there. So I am ready to continue the stream uh, for Police Knots. But yeah, um, other than that, that's pretty much been the week. I haven't had that much time to play anything else, but I'm really excited about Monster Hunter Rise. And I'm really excited. Hopefully we have enough to talk about it next week. But I'm picking up It Takes Two. And me and Bethel are going to play that. So if you happen to check out the stream, we're going to be streaming It Takes Two, me and Bethel, on twitch.tv slash jlsolid. And if you want to check out Joe playing Madden. And generally losing. And generally losing, they can catch it at twitch.tv slash hurricane. Huracan. Ramirez. H-U-R-A-C-A-N-R-A-M. I R E Z. You'll know it's me because I'm wearing Lucha Mask. It's actually not me. It's someone else. But it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say it's me. It's always you. no one knows. No one will ever really know. It's just like, yeah, dude, he took a dope ass black and white picture with a wrestling mask on. That's badass. All right. Uh, well, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. You will no longer need Xbox Live Gold to access Party Chat, looking for groups and free-to-play multiplayer features on Xbox. The news was revealed on Xbox preview program developer Brad Rossetti on Twitter, multiplayer and free-to-play games, or free-to-lay games, Looking for groups and party chat on Xbox no longer requires an Xbox Live Gold membership, Rossetti said. The changes are being debuted to Xbox Insider in the Alpha Skip Ahead and Alpha programs at the moment, ahead of general availability. 
This means that when the update comes to all Xbox Live users, players will no longer need an Xbox Live Gold subscription to create party chat with their friends. Look for a multiplayer group or play free-to-play ga multiplayer games on Xbox. It's not clear exactly how many games will be compatible with this change, but there are plenty of high-profile free-to-play titles on Xbox Live like, X like Apex Legends and Destiny 2 that will benefit from this. Did you know, guys, Microsoft has officially re renamed Xbox Live to Xbox Network. The online Xbox experience will be updated to reflect this new name. Originally reported by The Verge, Microsoft issued an official statement confirming the name change. Xbox Network first to the underlying Xbox Online service, which was updated to the Microsoft Service Agreement. A Microsoft spokesperson said the statement into The Verge, the update from Xbox Live to Xbox Network is intended to distinguish and underlying services from Xbox Live Gold membership. The Xbox Live Gold is Microsoft's long-running online subscription service where the 9.99 month player will have access to online gaming as well as some free monthly games through Games with Gold. So on those two news for Xbox, what do you guys think? I don't really see the need. I don't think they really needed to change it's Xbox Network. I still like Xbox Live. I like calling it that. So, I mean, I don't know. I didn't see the big need. I, I mean, I guess I see where they're coming from, but I was like, they could have still called it Xbox Live. Mm -hmm. But as far as party chat and stuff, like, that's cool. With the with the party, it's crazy how much of that stuff they tied to Xbox Live Gold or now Xbox Network. How a lot of that was behind a paywall, you know? Like yeah. that that's kind of that's kind of crazy, especially free to lay games. Like, mm -hmm. having to be an Xbox Live subscriber where other companies kind of, like, had them. Since they were free to play, you can use it. You didn't have to pay for the network and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I agree with you, too, Joe. Like, I, I don't know. how. Do you think that affects them a lot? Like, as in... Not, not affects it in a bad way, but, like... I don't know. Everyone's so used to calling it Xbox Live. Yeah, you could that, call like, it that. Calling it network, it's kind of like... Do you think people people are still gonna call it that? Like no matter yeah. what, like it could be the network name could be on it for 10, 15 years, and people will still say Xbox Live. I'll, I'm, I I don't see myself changing it to Xbox Network. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey guys, I'm, well, I'm on Xbox Network right now. No, I, I'm I don't see why I wouldn't call it Live still, and I don't really see the need for it. Sometimes I feel like Microsoft is, is specifically Microsoft is one for making change when there really isn't a necessary need for change. Um, I feel like that's something you see all the time when they when they go from like Windows Seven to Windows Eight to Windows Ten. Mm -hmm. Like they make these changes where you're like, you really didn't need to do that. Like that, what was the point of that? And they and they kind of comp they convolute and they complicate things by doing that. And I mean, it never it's never anything major, but like you sometimes you're just like, why? And I feel like changing xbox live and calling it xbox network it's like it's again it's one of the well, well why well and, and like they explain it and you're like okay but like you could have done all that still with the same name like it didn't really need to be that so it's it's kind of one of those microsoft things that they just do i don't think anybody's gonna stop calling it xbox live um like within the past five years or so my mom was still calling Big Lots uh, Pick and Save. <laughs> it's basically the same. It is. Yeah, it's, it I is. mean, dude, <laughs> like two years ago, I was getting car insurance, and I, I asked for a quote from a lady, and I asked, I, I was comparing it to a, a Costco one, and I asked her, like I said, Ameriprise, it's the name of the insurance company, and she goes, oh, it's Price Club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it's, Costco, it's been called Costco like yeah, for a long 25 time. years. Well, like if you were to like tomorrow, if like 
you were to tell me, hey man, can you go to pick and save to fucking go get something? I would go to fucking Big Lots. It wouldn't yeah. change, you know what I mean? I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. I wouldn't even question you. I'd be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you already knew. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of yeah. how I feel about this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's weird because not all the time, but sometimes it seems like when you have companies like, you know, Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, I always feel like they, they try to sway away from like, okay, we're going to name it the same way as you do, you know? Like there was Xbox Live, and then when PlayStation come came out with their service, it was called PSN PlayStation Network, and Xbox is now calling it the Xbox Network. I just feel like that's something where it's such a common name, network. I mean, it's not like a guess, signified but, thing, but yeah. you get what I'm saying. Like I, you, I always just thought, just companies in general is like, oh, we can't because they use that already. You get what I'm yeah. saying? I, I, don't know, I just find that weird. It's not, a, it's not a game changer. It's not a, it does, it's not a deal breaker. It's just more. I don't know, you would think someone would just be like, well, they call it network, and we used to call it live, so if we go back to network, and that, it's not like someone's going like, see, because they know they fucked up. They, they need, you know. I'm just I saying, like, it's, I, I always think, I always notice that they try not to have the same thing. I wonder how much time and money was spent in just figuring out a name for it. Oh, a ton of money where they had to fire, like, about 187 people. <laughs> you know? It's important. It's funny to have to have, dude. Microsoft is reportedly in exclusive talks to acquire Discord, and the deal could be completed as soon as next month. A report from the Wall Street Journal citing people familiar with the matter has backed up a Bloomberg report from earlier this week, which said that Microsoft was in talks to purchase Discord for $10 billion or more, and that Xbox boss Phil Spencer was part of the discussions. Microsoft and Discord are in exclusive talks and could complete a deal next month, assuming the negotiations don't fall apart. It also points out the acquisition is apparently tied to Microsoft hoping to reach more consumers across both gaming and social networks. If you're unfamiliar, Discord is a messaging platform used by online communities to congregate, chat, and play games together. It has been around since 2015 and has grown its user base considerably in the recent years, leading to make $130 million in revenue in 2020 and a $7 billion valuation. Now... You guys use Discord on a daily basis for your Madden leagues and everything else. What is the discussion going on right now with your leagues? What is the discussion going on with your community that you have on Discord? How, what do you guys think of it? Because you guys use Discord more than I do. And I even sometimes have to tell Bethel, how do I use it? But anyway. No, nobody has said a word about it. No, really? Oh, okay. No, no. Are you guys Because you have to understand, like a lot of people that are going there only go on their day people that use discord they're going on there for whatever specific thing they're looking for you can you know like discords are being made about tv shows like about everything they're just yeah. they're just it's basically like a chat chat only version of like reddit you know what yeah. I mean? is the best way i could say this so really like people are there for specifically for what that whatever that thing is um so i feel like i'm sure gaming reddits just specifically like video games or like broader ones have probably brushed subject but like the ones i'm in that are just basically like you know video game related like specifically one game mm -hmm. yeah they really don't they it's nothing <laughs> it's so focused like when you get down to it like that's what's like like similar to how reddit can be you know you'd have a subreddit about tv shows and then you have subreddits about one show in particular that's kind of how discord is you know, you make a Discord about Yeah, I know there's different things, but what I'm saying is, are you guys worried at all that Microsoft's going to purchase this and might either do something, limit something, or it might fucking go away later? Maybe not right away, but in a few years? I mean, it's always a possibility. That's a, that's a, 
that's a possibility with or without Microsoft is basically what I'm saying. That that could have happened. That could happen at any point. They could, you know, I, I feel like Discord has, it's, I don't know, it's kind of like the Wild West. I mean, there's so many things you can kind of put into there. There's so many things that you can do with the Discord that I, even me and Bethel have no fucking idea about. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Bethel created, just recently, Bethel created a, uh, a server, invited me on just so that we could test out bots and like, like a money bot and then like, you know, like gambling, like little stuff like that to go on there. And it was like just trying to figure out like how that works. So, I mean, you know, the level of what we can do with uh, a Discord is still like, it's so like minuscule compared to what other people can do with it that I, I can't even say right now that it, any any purchase or anything like that, someone bigger buying, it doesn't scare me because I don't even know yeah. the limits of what you can do with it. They'll probably take something off that you didn't even know then people are upset about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I would just be like, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, but when I when I heard about this, I kind of thought, like, maybe they'll probably limit certain bots or, like, kind of, like, fix out certain bots. Because some of them are, like, more adult-centric, uh, I guess. And uh, I guess, I mean, with them, I'm going to clean it up, make it more kid-friendly or user-friendly also. So the, you'd say, you would say it's more of a positive than a negative? I, I I really don't I don't I don't see it as really I mean there, there's probably there should be the positive and negatives for it but I really don't know like Joe like we don't know much about Discord to really to really know what they could do with it like that'll affect it in a negative way or a positive way. What happens if Discord's gone tomorrow for you probably guys? For other, you guys, probably find some other server. I don't know, so I'm pretty sure somebody like one gets knocked down, another one fucking get group. Up. Group me is another popular one. For, really? for like, uh, yeah, for uh, especially for like uh, games and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. grinders okay. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much, no matter what, if one falls, something else will happen. I, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There, there will always be alternatives. I, I just, I, I just saw people falling, losing though, their shit over saying. it, and I thought like, okay, you guys use it more than I do, so what's the problem? Well, of course. Anytime a big or a, a big corporation or big company buys something, you know, that's going to happen no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be scared. They're going to be worried. And, you know, and rightfully so. And rightfully so. But, I mean, you know, like, like you said, like, our level of involvement is so, like, um, just, like, on the shallow end of it. We've never really gone that deep into this. It's hard for us to gauge. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. The much-rumored new model of the Nintendo Switch, unofficially referred to by many as the Switch Pro, will reportedly use an upgraded NVIDIA chip, offered better graphics and processing, supports NVIDIA's DLSS rendering, and could be released by holiday 2021. However, analysts expect it to come with a potential $50 to $100 price increase. Bloomberg reports that those familiar with the new model of the Switch which will reportedly also feature a larger screen and 4K output, have indicated that it will use an updated NVIDIA chipset and is aiming for release during the year-end shopping season. The NVIDIA chipset will bring up an updated GPU and increased memory, allowing for a better-looking game and faster processing to help support 4K docked output. The new chip will apparently include support for NVIDIA's Deep Learning Super Sampling DLSS, which uses an AI upscaling to offer 4K resolution without an associated hardware strain. However, Bloomberg sources indicate that the DLS requires custom code for software, meaning it will more likely be used 
as to create a better looking new games rather than upgraded existing ones. The upgrade may well come at a cost, with one analyst telling Bloomberg they expect the new hardware to come at at least $50 to $100 increase on top of the existing Switch model of $299 price point. Previously, this seemed a tough ask for Nintendo Switch hardware, but the improved chipset and DLSS makes them more feasible previous reported have pointed to the manufacturing beginning in June with a monthly production target of a million units. What do you guys think? It's not very surprising. <laughs> what? That they release a new uh, upgraded version of the console and that's going to cost about 100 bucks, 50 to 100 bucks more. Mm -hmm. I, you know, that's the least surprising news I think I've heard all, you know, like a long time but it's like i thought it, yeah. I, like i thought like with all the rumored stuff and everything uh some of the first reports that we talked about like a few weeks ago was oh 4k visuals and a bigger screen and i really didn't think it was gonna i thought like oh they're not gonna put a new chip or something you know maybe just to help it out a bit or whatever so i thought like oh, okay that's the only thing the pro's gonna be but now them talking about a, a different chip and all that like I don't know. Even I'm, I'm still since this is a rumor. I think that's one that's not a hundred percent true, because I don't, you know, the discussions that we had, like, does Nintendo need to do this? Do they not need to do this? I don't know what the future seems to hold for them, or what the Switch is gonna do. I don't know how much of like all these other rumors of, hey, there's partners, or even people saying like, hey, we, there's limitations to it, and we can't do what we want to do with certain limitations, you know. And they, you know, Nintendo themselves have done amazing things with the hardware they have. They learn their hardware and they can do amazing things. But hearing all this stuff, hearing all the news, hearing all that, like how much is it, it how much of it is third party saying, hey, we would like something a little bit beefier. And how much is it first party? Like we kind of need a little bit more, which would help us out. But I, I don't know. I don't know if this is true. That rumor of the new chipset is true. When it comes down to it, for me, whatever the pro's gonna be, I'm getting it. I haven't upgraded my original Switch, you know, I haven't upgraded it to the new battery, right? Um, but whatever this is, I'm gonna get it because I enjoy my Switch. I wanna draw, I wanna be able to play my games or if it could run better, look better. That is important to me, you know? Not for a lot of people, you know? And if some companies are like, we would love this for, you know, to make our games run or play better, I'm all for it. And again, today I played Monster Hunter Rise and I think it plays and looks well. Would I like it at 60 frames? Yeah, I would. Would I like it maybe with less shimmering? Yeah, I would. You know, would I pay that extra money? I would, but I know a lot of people don't. But I don't know what you guys think about the rest of it. I think this is specifically on on one level it's this is a move a corporate move um nintendo wants to offer something like the switch is never going to compete with playstation 5 or series x mm -hmm. when it comes to the raw power it's just not but you know everyone's about 4k you know that's the new big thing that's the new buzzword like as far mm -hmm. as like oh your console doesn't do 4k they want to get, I'm sure they want to get in on that and be like, yeah, our console does 4K graphics. We can do that. It's handheld still. So it makes sense that they would want to do that. I think for their first party titles, it makes no matter. 
I, I don't think it matters. But I mean, you know, if they're going to do it, I'm sure they're going to, to at least some degree make use of it. They're going to do it, but I don't think it's something that their first party developers were screaming for. It's just not something that they did. Why is Breath of the Wild 2 taking as long if it's just doing what was already made? You know, they're not starting from a game from the ground up, mm -hmm. right? When Ocarina of Time came out, they were like, hey, we want another Zelda game in less than a year. So they used that engine, they did that, and came out with it close to less than a year. Why isn't Breath of the Wild 2 out? That game came out four years ago on, on, on an engine they already have done. They have, it's done, right? They were working on it originally on Switch and then just, you know, made the, the I'm mean, sorry, the Wii U and made this other version. Unless they did something from the ground up, brand new everything, why is it taking that long? Why do we need this other hardware? Could it be the hardware? When was the Switch released again? Four years ago. Four years ago. March okay. 3rd. And they were so, working on Breath of the Wild even longer than before that. So we could probably agree that we're probably, how things go right now, we're probably at the halfway point of the of the lifespan of this. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that this is about the time, this would be the year that we get uh, a, um, a console, you know, an upgraded console. Um, I don't know why. Could it, like, look, so could a game like Zelda benefit from the extra horsepower? Of course it can. I just don't think, I don't think it's something that outside of maybe, like you're saying, a few games, maybe Zelda, maybe a couple other games. I don't think many of their first party, you know, their developers, you know, their, their, their developers, I feel like their developers are just, they develop things based on what they have. That's just always been Nintendo's MO when it comes, I feel like it comes to their first party games. That's how they develop. They don't go, we wish we had this. We wish we, that's the third party. That's the third party thinking. But do we know that? Like really? Like how much, I mean, you know what I mean? If you look at the games that are out, like every console, like every Nintendo game that's been out, has how many times have they released something where you were like, yeah, this thing was buckling. Them, their first party game. Not often, I don't think. It's not very often that you saw a game. I'm, I'm sure you could find one. I'm sure if you're going to look into it and you really like want to nitpick, you'll find one. Be like, well, this well, I'm not. Really I'm not trying to nitpick. I'm just saying, like, I always. I, I this is what I always find fascinating on both ends when you have people judge a game on how it looks because games are all different. The engines are different. I'm saying look and run. You're having you're having look and run. I'll give you an example. Not even Breath of the Wild. Link's Awakening. And I've talked to Beto about this. Very simplistic game, right? Cartoony, top-down, not anywhere near as ambitious and robust and in and, and, and grand scale as Breath of the Wild. And again, when Breath of the Wild came out, it wasn't smooth. You know, it uh -huh. took time for it to, to get updates, yeah. and it runs smoother than it did at launch. Again, it wasn't unplayable, but there were moments. <laughs> to this day... Link's Awakening still has a stutter to it. A very un... Like, a game that doesn't look graphically impressive, but it's a beautiful-looking game, right? And I thought, oh, like Breath of the Wild, they'll patch that out. Whatever roughness slowdown that was always weird to me, you know? It's not a game change... It's not like a game-breaker, like, oh, this game sucks now. One of my favorite Zelda games, Link's Awakening, and they did that remake. But it chugged in moments. 
that just seems so weird on a game like that. Every game is different. You know, some games, even in Unreal, can act differently. Not all games uh -huh. are equal. Sure. I don't know what it is, but there was something. You know, they had to, like, checks and balances or just kind of like, okay, well, it's going to act this way because we need this to run this way, you know? Could be different for any game. But it was just something that, I, like, I noticed. Again, not a game changer, but, like, some people think, like, well, if freaking Grand Theft Auto could run perfect, why can't Link's Awakening? Or why can't this other game? Why can't Rocket League? Why can't, like, you know, Monster Hunter or whatever? All games are different. All games are built differently. Exactly. Yeah. You know? It's just that some games might need a little bit more RAM, might need a little bit more GPU, might need a little bit more of this. If developers are given that extra power, I don't think they'll scoff at it. Some of them can figure something out. Same thing with Call of Duty. Same thing with a ton of other things, no. PS3s and all and, that. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying as like as far as Nintendo goes, mm -hmm. their developers are going to their whatever they're given. Nintendo has a. I feel like Nintendo has a as a history of their developers are going to build. They're going to make their games to what whatever they they have the power in their hands, and they're going to make the best of it. So if you're saying they're going to release a console that's 4K, you know, like that's going to have that's going to have an upgraded chip, they're mm -hmm. going to release good games for that. It's not like they're not going to. I just don't know. If, I just don't see them screaming for it. Now you bring up a game like Link's Awakening, right? Mm -hmm. You know. Not the most like when you're like you're saying visually, good looking game, but not Breath of the Wild level like like you're saying, right? Yeah. There's also a lot of things that you have to take. I think you take into consideration. You go like, could could the company have just been like, yeah, we're not going to spend time doing that. We're not going to spend that kind of time on this because of whatever reason. Like mm -hmm. I could totally see a scenario where they're like, look at Link's Awakening. It's great. We remade it. It looks fantastic. Oh, there's a stutter. Oh yeah, there is a starter, huh? Mm, yeah, we want to patch this, and it could have been simple as simple as something easy. They were like, "Yeah, why don't they want to do this?" It could have been simple as simple as someone just being like, "You know what? We're done with this. This was a remake. That's how we're gonna. That's how this. That's where it ends." Whereas, you know, and again, I could be wrong. Uh, something like Breath of the Wild is that next step where they're like, "No, no, no, we have to." We have to do it because this is the evolution. This is where we're going. So we need to make sure this is right and we go on from there. Mm -hmm. Again, I could be wrong, but I could totally see them. And yeah, you're right. I could be way off on this. Looking at Link's Awakening as a remake, we're just them being like, okay, we've remade it. It's cool. There's a little thing. Eh, it's fine. It could be something totally different. Maybe there was just a bug. Maybe they came across something like you're saying. We're like, they don't even get it. We're like, well, we have the. I don't understand why. Maybe you're right. We'd be like, for whatever reason, they hit a. They, hit, they just hit a bottleneck mm -hmm. somewhere. Why could fucking stutter? We shouldn't, but we do. Mm -hmm. It's very possible, and it's it's a total possible thing. But you know, I I I just generally don't see that being how they do their first party titles. Mm -hmm. It's just never been that third party all the way. How many times have we seen a fucking third party, EA? Ubisoft be like, oh, well, we'll do what we can, and we got the game on there, but you know, we wish we had more of this or that. It's and all, all, all games are different, time. you know. And, but all the time with third party, we yeah. see that with the big publishers, they're always like, oh, if we had this or that, oh, you know, we're not going to release it on this mm -hmm. console because, uh, you know, it just doesn't. That's an all the time thing. So I mean, you know, with them releasing an upgraded console or an upgraded, powered up beefed up console, it does, it kills two birds with one stone. It does, yeah. you know. 
So, I mean, you know, it makes sense. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, Engadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. You've been listening to 3PC News. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. topics I wanted to talk about because it, it, it could veer off different things and it could you know go anywhere but um and again this is a rumor I always like to say it's a rumor we don't know but Sony Interactive Entertainment is planning on pulling down the shutters on the PlayStation Store for PS3 PS Vita and PSP this summer according to a recent report by the gamer Speaking with sources familiar with the situation, the gamer reports that Sony intends to close the PS3, PSP versions of the PlayStation Store in early July, before shutting the PS Vita's online store in late August. The move would prevent future purchases of hundreds of games and DLC on these platforms, an action that can currently be completed by directly through the PSN web edition of each store. It isn't clear at the time of writing whether the owners will still have the option to delete or re-download their previous purchases, purchase titles at will once the supported closures take place. Sony's current gaming hardware, PlayStation 5, is not currently compatible with re-released and downloadable PS3, PS2, or original PlayStation titles. As such, this report has led to the understandable concern that PlayStation users that Sony will, in essence, be removing hundreds of titles from the platform's back catalog from ready availability. But yeah, uh, not only that, the discussion of... It seems like their stores are going to close down. Uh, no one really knows if you're going to be able to re-download on those consoles or not. But the reason I wanted to bring this up as the main topic, video game preservation, when it comes down to it, a lot of this stuff that hasn't had physical media, a lot of this stuff that doesn't have any way to actually purchase them except downloading them on any of those stores, how important is video game preservation to you guys? It's extremely important mm -hmm. um, because, in essence, if at some point I can no longer access a title that I purchased, then it brings up the question, was it ever really mine? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, Microsoft got put through the fucking ringer when they started talking about when the Xbox One first came. They were like, oh, yeah, you're purchasing the license or it's not so much you're buying the you know the the limitations and people were like well that's not really my game then and, da, 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 da. and you know they get forced to to go against you know what they had said mm -hmm. um and this is a scenario that although not you know like the same it's not the same as eerily similar where it's like yeah these games people purchased and you know if someone wants to keep a playstation 3 and be able to play something that they have should they not have that option you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it's theirs um you know and it and it's it definitely um yeah it's a little worrisome you know what i mean like for people like and i know going forward it's probably not something that you have to worry about as much but i mean hey man someone made have been back then might have spent 
thousands of dollars on stuff that they just fucking put on, you know, like the hard drive or extended external drives. And to be told, like, yeah, you're not going to be able to access that no more. It's kind of a shitty thing. Yeah. I get it. I also get it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I'm just saying I also get it from their end. Like, it's just not supported anymore. But then, like, again, it goes back to, like, well, was it ever really mine then if you're going to tell me that you can take it away from me? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's very important. I don't know how important it is to uh, Sony. I mean, if it's, I know it's just a rumor, but it doesn't seem like it might be a, that much of an importance to uh, to Sony. But for me, it is because there's a lot of games that like I, I really enjoy that I would love for other people to enjoy. Like one of the, my favorite games on the PS3 was Bionic Commando. Like for people not to be able to experience that game, it fucking sucks because that was a fantastic game. Yeah, and just like the back catalog that they have, like there's there's so much. Uh, yeah, like I said, there's no there's no physical copies of a lot of those games that mm-hmm. people aren't gonna be able to either re-download or just even be able to purchase at all. But yeah, it sucks. It sucks if it's true. Now, so, go go ahead. So there has been talks. Um, a lot of people saying like this is actually worse than it is because there's a lot of things that are still very unanswered. Again, these are rumors. We're, until Sony makes it official, we don't know. But a lot of people are saying that modders, people who 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 do like software emulation or people who like try to find at least how consoles work um something like Bethel was saying bionic commando one of his favorite games let's say Bethel, fuck it i have a ps3 Bethel's like it's downloaded on there i'm good right if sony doesn't allow access to the network how games are built on that console has to do an online check to let you play that game yeah. If Beto has no access, like if it doesn't have that little ding to say, okay, everything's good on this console, he could play it, Beto will be unlocked from ever being able to play it. Even though he has it on the console, even though he uh-huh. has it downloaded, he is unable to play it. Like there's all this stuff that happens to it. And you you bring up a good point too, Joe, and, and, and a lot of people talk about it as well. Do we own our digital content? And we don't. We don't actually yeah. own it. We've talked about it on this show. We we have said that downloading is the future. Streaming in the way future, once our internet gets better here in America, I do see streaming as a possibility. Downloading for sure um, as the future of gaming. But early on, man, when Xbox 360 came out and PS3, woo, I, bound, I, da- I downloaded so many games. I bought so many you know xbox live arcade games playstation you know g- downloadable games and it wasn't until the ps4 came out it wasn't until the xbox one came out that i realized a shit ton of stuff i had did not transfer over whatsoever i had to keep an xbox i had to keep a playstation to just be even be able to play those if i still wanted to play them which which makes the decision during the last gen mm-hmm. of Microsoft to focus on backwards compatibility mm-hmm. while Sony uh, focused on new games. Yeah. Remember that was kind of the running joke. Like Sony has all the new games and on Xbox you can play your 360 games. That yeah. was like on Xbox. That was the running joke. Now suddenly that move seems so fucking smart. Yeah. So fucking smart. On, on on Microsoft's uh, end, uh-huh. where you're like, wow! At the time, it was it was hilarious because it was like Microsoft has no fucking games. There's no good games. There's nothing. All their exclusives are being canceled. 
And yeah, it, that was shitty. Don't get me wrong. That was still a mm-hmm. bad game. But like, and everyone was just like, <laughs> you can play your old games. Suddenly, we're on the newest console. We're on Series X. You know, got the new console out. And you're like, oh, fuck. I don't have to worry about going back and playing an old 360 game yeah. that I purchased because it's there. Uh, I don't have to worry about that. I can, I can actually, if I didn't buy something during the 360 era and, you know, I, as, as long as it was in the store, in the store, I can still go buy that. Like, you know, I've, like I've told you guys recently, like there's a game that I, never, I missed. It was the Suda 51 game, Killer is Dead. And I was like, yeah, I never got to play that. And mm-hmm. I one day I was like, is that, can I buy that? Yeah. And I went on the fucking Microsoft store and I was like, oh yeah, I can. Now, I didn't want to pay the price that they were charging for it. Yeah. But the fact that I can actually go and buy that is fucking great. I was mm-hmm. like, holy shit, I can do that. And that's something I can't do on the PS5, you know? I can't go back and purchase a PS3 game. It was just... And and again, I don't think, like I said, I, I don't think it's for... You know, Sony figured that out by the PS4 era. You know, they were mm-hmm. like, oh shit, we got to make sure that it's, you know, we can... back. You know, so they figured it out. But obviously, you know it was a tough and it wasn't it could it, like we said we talked about the architecture of the ps3 and the, and the change over to the ps4 there was a lot of things they did that you know they they were kind of i feel like in a lot of ways they were kind of stuck they couldn't do anything about it mm-hmm. it was an unfortunate thing that happened but this is now what you're seeing like uh, you know that decision at the time which probably was you know you, no one thought about that at the time now we're coming to a point where you're like oh fuck this sucks mm-hmm. you know what i mean but again, it just makes, you know, and, you know, and again, I was, I always harp on this and I know that, but like, you know, that's why having something like, you know, like, like the game pass feature, being able to play, you know, where, where Sony or where Microsoft can pick from not only uh, curated listed games from Xbox Series X, Xbox One. I mean, they're all fucking one of the same, but having that ability to throw in 20 or 30 fucking 360 games if they want to, that are probably, you know, in, in a lot of cases, very cheap to fucking license and put on there, but adds to that robust um, list of games. Just kick-ass move, you know? Sony can't do that. Even if Sony wanted to put that fucking a, a Game Pass type offering out there under the circumstances right now, you'd be it'd be PS4 and PS5 games only, mm-hmm. which probably would be more expensive, you know what I mean? Like, in the long run, to, instead of, like, being able to like license some old three uh, PS3 games, yeah. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but it, you know, it's one of those movies where it's like, yeah, you know, like I'm, I know they figured it out going forward, but there's nothing you can really do about the past. It's weird because I forgot who who said this, and I heard them say it, and it, it makes a lot of sense that with with the PlayStation Two and the PlayStation Three in the beginning, Sony was allowing you to play your old PS One games. Was mm-hmm. you had had backwards compatibility? It had backwards compatibility for PlayStation Two on PS Three, and then Sony just dropped it. They dropped it. They dropped it off the hardware because they were trying to cut corners to make it less expensive so they could sell the PS Three. But Sony dropped it. It's crazy that they did that. And look, a hundred percent, man. Microsoft sticking with having original Xbox games, Xbox 360 still playable, uh, even Xbox One on the Series X and S. That's awesome. They're doing way more than what Sony's doing right now on their current console, only having PS4 as old backwards compatible games. 
It's going to sound like I'm going to shit on them. And I am right now. It is cool that they have it. But compared to a 362, there's still a ton of games that's half or even less on Xbox Series X that you can play. You can't play everything that the Xbox 360, mm -hmm. all the Xbox One games, or even the Xbox 360 games, I was looking, doesn't have a lot of those titles you were able to play on the previous one, which sucks, but all of it comes down to licensing. You're right. Yeah. It is licensing. It is that. As much as it's like awesome that I could play some of the old games, some of the other old games that I have that were playable on Xbox 360 are not playable on the Series X. And, and again, I, that all go, that all comes down to licensing, you know. And but even the shittier thing, the one thing that really fucking sucks. Granted, that San Andreas is playable on 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 the Series X or in Xbox One. And I was like, oh fuck yeah, I have the trilogy Xbox One Grand Theft Auto trilogy. You get Grand Theft Auto Three, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and San Andreas, right? I can't play those other two games on there. I can't play Grand Theft Auto Three or Vice City, but it, I'm allowed to pop in my San Andreas disc. And play San Andreas. But it's not San Andreas. It's not the version that's on that disc. The only version they allow. Is a, a phone version. Of San Andreas. I'm not playing that actual disc. It just reads it and goes oh okay. This is San Andreas. We're just going to download this other version. And that version isn't horrible. But it's less. Stuff. Visually. Than what i had on that original xbox xbox disc so i'm not actually playing it off the disc it just reads it and goes okay now we're downloading the file and that kind of sucks small thing i understand other people i don't fucking give a shit i get it but it's it, it's kind of lame but they do way more than sony though yeah and i mean you know like and you know if you put that if the shoes on the other foot you're probably going to see the same thing with sony when i wanted to pay certain yeah. prices for the licensing Mm -hmm. License is always going to be a thing. It's never going to not be a thing. But it's nice to have the ability at least to play a fair amount of your old games on a console. You know, yeah. nothing will ever replace computers. Where, like even computer games at some point, you know, I'm sure that that happens to the PC fucking master race, you know. So it's like, you know, it's just nice to have the ability. And, and it's... And you can see now, like, again, you know, when the PS3 came out and we we went from an era where when consoles were released, mm -hmm. they were the most technologically advanced pieces of hardware at the time. Computers had to catch up. And then somewhere along the line, it became, you know, computers just moved forward they're so far ahead now with the power and the abilities that you couldn't do that anymore with a console and not make the price ridiculous so now you end up with these consoles that are basically mid-level spec pcs you know maybe a little bit more than mid-level spec i mean they're higher end but you know like you know to to get it in that that consumer friendly price point they're not going to be, no longer can be the most technologically advanced, uh, in, you know, pieces of hardware that you're going to find. Not in a day and age where like some of these uh, graphics cards are fucking like twice the price of a, of a console itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it it changed. You know, we we went from so it was easy for a 
a console maker to just dictate at the time, like PS2, PS3, it was like, yeah, we're going to run on our own custom chip because it's the most technologically advanced thing and people are going to want that. But then people were like, well, yeah, but now as time went on, it was like, yeah, but we can just plug and play our computer to be like much better than that. Why wouldn't we just go that route? So they had to end up making that, that change. But in doing that, now you're seeing that difficulty of making that, that, that proprietary, I don't want to call it full on proprietary, but it kind of was at the time Mm -hmm. proprietary hardware that made it difficult to be able to like continue to like continually just oh yeah we'll, we'll just port it not port but just move it over it'll 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 just continue to move on yeah it just changed man it was just a sign of the times okay i mean and, and, and a lot of it too like you're you're having i'm pretty sure a lot of people are even going like well everything gets re-released anyway they re-release it or they do a remaster of a game or this comes out, it's like, yeah, look, I understand that we're always going to get a version of Resident Evil 4 on every fucking console, right? <laughs> Capcom's going to put the money to do that, you know? Um, you're gonna Not get, everything's like, going to get remade, though. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Not yeah, every true. game's going to get remade. No, Not every game's going to come out. Bionic Commando, I think it's only on disc on an Xbox 360, I think, on like some compilation. Now, to find that, to see that, prices go up. Pedro, are you going to pay like 80 to 100, 150 bucks Fuck no. for that? You know, as much as you love the game, it's like, it's fucking crazy sometimes. Yeah. But I think like for me, a lot of it too is like, yes, a lot of stuff, dude, companies love to re-release shit. Devil May Cry, you know, one, two, and three are re-released on PS4. You can play it on your PS5, really re-released on Xbox, on Windows. A lot of these games get re-released. But I think what sucks, what really sucks is that I can't fucking play the Warriors on my Xbox. <laughs> I can download it on my PS5, but I don't want to because I want to play the Xbox version. I can't also fucking play Mr. Mosquito. I have to pay more than 100 bucks to find a copy of that. And well, Bethel has it, which I <laughs> sucks. But, like, so many games that unless we have the hardware or have something that can play the hardware you lose the ability to play them and for future generations who are curious to even have access to them i love games a lot i like them i do a podcast with you guys about them we talk about video games and sometimes it kind of sucks that there's some people that don't remember what bust a groove is one or two that music, that game, probably a lot of people wouldn't be interested. But people, if they were, don't have easy access to it. You know? So stuff like that is what bums me out, you know? And a couple of years ago, if you would have told me, hey, do you do you care about playing your old games on your newer consoles? When I had a PS3, I was like, I don't want to play PS2 games on there. Yeah. When I had a 360, I was like, I don't want to play Xbox games anymore on there. But now, not only because I stream, but even if I didn't stream, I liked going back to older games. I liked experiencing new things. For years, I heard so much how good Silent Hill was. I finally played 1, 2, and 3, and shit, I got 2 and 3 at a fucking cheap value compared to how much it costs now. But I wouldn't have had that experience because the only re-release was fucking garbage. 
And anyone's first impression of Silent Hill being those HD collections would be horrible. It's horrible. I just, you know, I'm glad I'm able to try out the things I can, but it just sucks that other people aren't going to be able to. And if it's true that they're going to close the stores, and again, you're right, Joe, it's not probably for Sony. It doesn't, they're losing money keeping servers up. I get it, you no. know? But at least have it where you can at least try to turn off the fucking whatever's going to not allow people to play their console games. Yeah. You know, like at least yeah. have a, a final update where it's like, okay, this whole thing's unlocked. It, you're not, you're not going to have to worry about it. At least have that, you know, for at least your consumers. Yeah. You're not going to take the time or the money to do it. Fine. But at least let us be able to fucking play our games. Even if you don't have your servers back up, at least that. Yeah. But yeah, well, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a 3RD. Before we go and get out of here, one more time, if you want to watch Joe stream his Madden games, Joe. Where they where can they follow you on Twitch? Under what? Under Huracan. If you're gonna if you want to basically say it in English, it's Hurricane Ramirez, but it's spelled in Spanish, so it's H U R A C A N R A M I R E Z. Huracan Ramirez on Twitch. And it is a it is illegal not to say it that way. If you say it the other way, Joe will not acknowledge you or speak to you. That's true. That's very, very, very true. I will eventually start streaming other games. <gasps> eventually. How long until you have a setup where people can see your beautiful face? Uh, Yeah, probably never. I don't really. I feel like. <laughs> no, because it's distracting. Like when I watch gotcha. other people like put their streams on and then like they can see their faces while they're playing. I'm always like, that's really distracting. Like, I'd rather just, you could hear me. I don't mind you hearing me eventually. But like, I don't know. I'm just not that. I'm not a uh, fame whore like you, Jesse. Yeah. And if you want to watch this fame whore, just go to twitch.tv slash JL Solid. That is J-L-S-O-L-I-D. And uh, I stream on occasion a new games, old games, and I'm currently playing through Police Knots now on the Sega Saturn. Bethel, if people want to watch you play video games, where can they follow you at? Uh... Twitch.com slash Beto3PC. So if you want to watch Joe play Madden, me play old or new games, or just watch Beto, what are you playing? I play Madden. Oh, and Beto also streaming Madden? Check that out. Follow, subscribe, whatever you want to do. If you want more of us, you can have us on Twitch.tv. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Sparza. And Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Peace.
Uh, and the only thing I was going to mention too uh, was uh, uh, I was listening to the Retronauts podcast, and they ranked the newest episode. Uh, it was one of the newest episode. They were ranking the Mega Man games, mm. and Jesse, out of their four their four person panel, mm-hmm. Mega Man two won. I mean, one, four people can one, be wrong. One and two. So I was like, <laughs> I mean, people hey, are wrong. I mean, here, how many thing. like a here's ton of people thing. like Snyder, the Snyder much. movies? I'm just so. gonna say this much. Uh-huh. Their main issue with Mega Man Three was the same issue that I had. Uh-huh. Bosses are great, I admit. Yeah. You know, a lot of it is great, but the end game, the wily stages and stuff like that, it starts to feel like too long and padded. Mm-hmm. And it was, I want to see a couple more saying that, and I was like, yeah. Fair enough. People just but don't like perfection, know, man. You almost know? all of them agreed that Mega Man 3 was the solid number two. And one person, one foolish, delusional person had it at number one. So that's cool, you know? They're 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 neck and neck. Who is, the, who is the one person? I don't know. It was some transient they got off the street or something like that. <laughs> People could be wrong, man. 